Hi, Podcast Brunch Club. A quick thanks to our organizational partners, The Ven, which puts out a weekly list of hand-picked, nonpartisan political podcasts that makes it quick and simple to learn more about the big political issues surrounding the 2020 U.S. election. Critical Frequency, an all-women-owned and operated podcast network for independent creators and those who are often overlooked in mainstream media. Podchaser, the IMDb of podcasts that offers amazing search and list creation. Listen Notes, a powerful podcast search engine that also offers list creation. And Audioboom, a podcast network featuring funny, inspiring, entertaining, and thought-provoking podcasts. Go find these companies. They are great for both content and discovery, and they support and give back to the listener community. If you're an individual or an organization and you want to support the amazing listener community, think about becoming a supporter. Go to patreon.com slash podcast brunch club. Hi, and welcome to the Podcast Brunch Club podcast. I'm Adela, and I'm the founder of Podcast Brunch Club. And I'm Sarah, the chapter leader of the Houston Podcast Brunch Club chapter and the founder of Audible Feast, a podcast review website. So for any new listeners out there, Podcast Brunch Club is like book club, but for podcasts. We are at almost 70 in-person chapters on six continents. I'm the chapter leader of the Chicago chapter, and Sarah heads up the Houston chapter. You can visit podcastbrunchclub.com to get involved. And every month we send out a thematic podcast playlist, and then our chapters meet up in person to discuss, and then probably go off on a tangent and talk about what else they're listening to. Our June theme is Understanding China, and the list was curated by our chapter leader in Shenzhen, China. You can find the playlist at podcastbrunchclub.com slash understanding dash China. And a quick recap of the episodes we listened to this month. There were two episodes from the Sinica podcast. One was a discussion with the editors of the book, The China Questions, Critical Insights into a Rising Power. And the other was discussion about China's ambitions and how they were shaped by its past. There was an episode from Planet Money, which delves into the story behind the trade war between the U.S. and China. And there was an episode from Intelligence Squared U.S., which is a debate podcast. And it featured five experts on China who each weighed in on a number of statements about China. Adela, what did you think of this playlist? So, okay, so I'm going to be honest. I I had good and bad feelings about this playlist. So I... Enjoyed the Planet Money and the Intelligence Squared playlist or episodes. I thought that I learned a little bit from each one of them. And that's always what I'm kind of looking for in an episode on a podcast bunch club playlist. I had high hopes for the Seneca podcast. I had thought that especially given the the titles of especially the title of the one called 36 questions about china mm-hmm. i had high hopes that it was kind of going to delve into those questions a bit more but instead it was more of a discussion with the editors about the process of editing the book and about sort of the writing process and all of that stuff that goes on behind the scenes of creating a book Um, There were a couple of nuggets I got out of both episodes, but I hoped that it would get more into the history and the economy and the government behind China, the questions that actually probably are featured in the book. Uh, And it didn't do that. And that was a little bit of a disappointment for me. I'm going to be honest, it was a 
big disappointment for me. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I stand with the playlist. How about you? Um, I felt similarly. I listened to the Sinica podcasts first, and then I listened to the other two. Um, I'm a huge Intelligence Squared fan. And so this was a little bit different format also for yeah. Intelligence Squared, because usually it's like, usually they have four people, I think, that, and they kind of, or maybe sometimes two, yeah. but, um, you know, they kind of debate just like two sides of a single topic. And this was like multiple things all about China. So it was kind of more rapid fire. What do you think about mm -hmm. this? Okay. I don't agree with this. I do agree with this. And then mm -hmm. why? And then it was super, super fast paced. Um, so it was a little bit different. I still liked that one. Okay. Uh, the, Seneca ones, I also agree, especially the one about the book. I kept getting thrown off by like, I wanted to know what the answers to the questions were, <laughs> not so much right. what anyone on the podcast thought about how they were written or whether they liked the essays. Um, I wanted to hear about the essays. What were the essays? It did prompt me, though, to get a uh, check out a book from the library one of the recommendations they gave at one of the end of the those two Seneca podcasts like I remember which one um recommended a a book a fiction book uh, I think it's called the North Water so I'm looking oh. forward to at least some so I got something positive out of it but I think it highlighted for me how little I know about China yeah <laughs> the fact that I was like oh I really want more 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 uh I did think it was pretty interesting i didn't really i i knew about the one child policy and then the two child policy in china but i didn't know i didn't really put the two and two together about that before that there was this big baby boom and so in short order here in the next decade or two there china will have this huge aging population and what's what that what's that what impact that's having on their economy i thought that i would really be interested to learn more about that um because that's really yeah. unique um just <laughs> the the huge change that there there has happened in their population demographics i thought that was interesting um you know i don't think we have to like every playlist or love everything <laughs> on every playlist i definitely don't in the my houston chapter folks uh, uh would know that i I'm often the one that's like, well, I didn't like this. Or mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't feel bad at all about saying I didn't like something. I think it's yeah. fine. It's right. it's just a chance to hear what someone else thinks is interesting and then you decide. I mean, that's yeah, it's it's cool. It's fine with me. Yeah. Part of this is that Podcast Brunch Club is a community. And that is why I hand over the reins to somebody else to curate the podcast playlist every month. I don't really vet the podcast episodes on the playlist. And the way I figure it is, is I'm just me. I have one opinion. And there are, you know, 3,800 people on the newsletter. Substantially less than that are actually meeting in person. But, you know, some portion of those people are listening to the episodes. And everybody has a different opinion. I often don't like things that a lot of people like. So just because I don't like something doesn't mean that it shouldn't end up on a playlist. So I don't I don't vet it. I don't, I feel like if somebody else who has participated in Podcast Brunch Club feels like it is a good episode to include, then somebody else is probably going to agree with them and somebody else is probably going to disagree with them. So I'm not going to say yay or nay on that. So, 
you know, the way that I set PBC up is that currently the way that podcast playlists are curated is that anybody who has participated in at least three meetings can is eligible to create or to curate a, pl- a playlist. I am considering kind of tweaking it a little bit, but for now, that's the way it is. I also just, I don't really have the time to vet the podcast episodes that end up on a playlist. That's part of my outsourcing of all the work I have to do for Podcast Brunch Club. And, and you know, the the person who put this playlist together was, she is in China, and she probably has a very different perspective on what is good and what is bad. And I know that she considered other episodes and found that they were too biased. You know, from her perspective, they were too biased. We don't, you know, we have a Western perspective, and, Mm -hmm. and we also have four chapters in China. So they, you know, there's a very different podcasting scene in China. There's probably a very different culture behind kind of what people think of as good and what people think of as bad. So, you know, I am okay with featuring episodes and playlists that I am not a big fan of. That's fine with me. This is part of the part of the process, right? Is hearing diverse things. Yes. Yeah. And diverse things. Exactly. I will say that we are going to publish an interview that Stephen, uh, who is our chapter leader in Minneapolis did with Kaiser from the Seneca podcast. And he tells us a little bit about the history of the Seneca podcast. And some of the earlier ones actually sound a lot more interesting because I think the the point was probably to to teach people from the West a little bit more about China. You know, it, that's I that's how I felt about about the Seneca podcast episodes and even a little bit the Intelligence Squared episode mm-hmm. in that it it sort of assumed a level of understanding about China that I mm-hmm. just don't have at all. You know, yeah. I really don't know anything yeah. about China. And I I could piece it together from the Intelligence Squared podcast just in terms of getting their answers to the questions, you know, like they they talked a little bit about the Belt and Roads Initiative in yes. that. And they called it the BRI. And I was like, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Wait, got to go home, st- pause the podcast, need to go yep. Google. What does that mean? Google. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, you you sort of piece it together as they talk about it. Right. So they may talk about BRI and then somebody else says Belt and Roads. And then you're like, oh, that's what the BRI is. Mm-hmm. And then you realize kind of it's an infrastructure strategy, you know, building infrastructure in other in other countries. And I'm sure it's a thousand times more complicated than that, but I was able to at least piece that together. Um, but the I will say, you know, you talked a little bit about the Intelligence Squared format. Mm-hmm. And yes, this was definitely different. And they they mentioned they made a brief mention of that in the beginning of the episode. I think typically there's two people on either side of one question. And they go back and forth and they debate certain yes. points. Uh, this was, you know, five or six questions and mm-hmm. five individual people not sort of sitting on one team or another and saying yay or nay to individual questions. So it was, I think we probably got a lot, had they done it the way that they normally do it, where it's just two sides of one question, I don't think we would have gotten as much insight into understanding China mm-hmm. as we would have as we did with this format, because right. it did delve into five or six different questions. Yeah. But yeah, it, it I found that that was kind of hard to follow with that many voices, with them not talking a whole lot about each particular topic. I was confused. I don't know. Those ones are, they, they can be hard to follow if you, it's almost 
like a better one that you need a visual. Like it's a, it's probably, yeah. and I know they do record them, but um, like the, the, the video of it too. But those are tricky because you can't tell the voices apart. And mm. uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Those can no, be tricky. I agree. And then, yeah, with five voices instead of four normally. And then you, they were each having different opinions on everything. And I don't know. It, it, I did learn a lot, I think, from that. But um, but I was just a little bit lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think other people agree. I know that I got a couple of people uh, reached out with feedback. And they were either, you know, they just, some people in the West just felt that the playlist I didn't hear a lot of feedback from from other places, but in the West, people felt that there was content that they were hoping for that they didn't get mm-hmm. from this playlist. So, I mean, interesting feedback. Yeah. But it, it also sort of spurred me to do a little bit more research than maybe I would have mm-hmm. with a playlist that just gave it all to me in audio format. And, you know, you went out and reserved a book. I know that yeah. Shannon out in Shanghai, she actually reserved the 36 uh, questions book from her local library, which, you know, is a cool. nice little overlap yeah. with a theme from we had that we had a couple months ago. But <laughs> um, and I actually listened, Caesar from our Milwaukee chapter recommended the uh, sanctioned podcast from the CBC, which delved really deeply into it was a six episode series i think that delved into the huawei mm-hmm. uh, angle of the trade war where they arrested the uh ceo or i forget her title cfo maybe of the of huawei in vancouver and canada became sort of this pawn in this chess game between the us and china it was, it was good there was, yeah. it was a good a good series that that got a little bit more into the trade war and the Huawei drama. So mm-hmm. I would recommend it. I thought it was a little bit overly dramatic. Like some of the music <laughs> in that episode and the episodes felt like they were like, dun, 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 like some sort of big true now, crime. It almost I have felt to like listen music to it true just crime. because you said that. Like now I have I know. to listen to it. <laughs> I know. It's funny. Like I, I'll, I'd be curious to hear what you have to say about, I don't usually have feedback about music, but this was so... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It felt like it didn't belong in this particular podcast. Um, it <laughs> felt like it belonged more in a true crime podcast. So it'll be interesting. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that pretty much covers it for this playlist. I wanna, <laughs> yes. I wanna diverge and uh, hear what you're t- what you're listening to. Okay. Yeah. So I. You know, the last, I think even like the last two times we've talked, we've talked about how uh, I personally was getting kind of burned out of not so much of listening to podcasts, but I don't know. I, was, I, I I'm sure I started to sound a little more grumpy about the stuff I was listening to <laughs> and just kind of getting, I don't know, like I, I'm, I've been more easily disappointed by stuff that I thought was going to be real, really good. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of stinks. Um, and I also, got kind of burned out of writing Audible Feast. And mm-hmm. when I started Audible Feast, I it was like four years ago, and there wasn't really a lot of other people that were writing at the time. There was another guy who doesn't have a, a website anymore, but he kind of spurred me to do it. Like I found his 
his website was Ryan's Podcast Reviews. Uh, Rest in peace, Ryan's Podcast Reviews is no longer. (laughs) But um, he had a little website and he had been writing for like a year or something. And I just wrote to him and I just said like, you know, I don't know. I kind of want to do something similar to what you're doing, but a little bit different. What do you think? Do you think there's that I should do this? And just totally out of the blue, just asked a random stranger. And he was like, yeah, totally. And so that kind of pushed me forward. And then I, you know, I always wanted to just make a resource for people that was better than the iTunes charts at the times. Uh Like I just, I don't, I I wasn't finding what I was looking for by just viewing what other people thought was popular. Um, and as has been documented very much over the last several years, those charts are bogus anyway. I mean, you, right. they can be gamed and whatever. So um, I just always thought, like, I don't want to just listen to what other people are listening to. That's so on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. not my personality. <laughs> so... Uh, I so that's why I made Audible Feast. And I really wanted to help other people who were like me find things that they wanted to listen to. Like there that might be good. Like I really was hoping for like a good reads of podcasts, kind of. Like if you like this, you know, you might mm. also like this. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe, you know, this person I I like her taste, so I'm gonna follow her and let's see what else she recommends or whatever. Kind of like that. Um okay. and I just uh, so I just did that for a long time and I, you know, added a bunch of different features. I did some cool interviews and it was really, really fun for me. Uh, I love getting in touch with people around the world about random podcasts. I get pitches all the time. I know you do too, Adela. get mm-hmm. pitches of really interesting shows all the time. But I started to get really dragged down by the social media aspect mm-hmm. and feeling like I had to post different places and be active Mm -hmm. on Twitter. And uh, I just, you know, I just decided that's kind of like the, I guess it's a long story, but that's kind of, I just decided I need a break from all that. And if I decide that I want to keep Audible Feast going, it's probably not going to be what it was before. Like Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about maybe just, just having it be an email newsletter and maybe it doesn't reside on a website and I don't care Mm -hmm. about search engine optimization and Mm -hmm. all that junk. And I just go back to the core of what I am passionate about and just recommend things to my newsletter subscribers, which please stay with me. There's, I have, I have so many and I, I hope, I I think they'll stay with me. I wrote a impassioned note about it, Um, but um, I don't know. I just got, so dragged down by yeah. the hamster wheel. That's what someone told me. It's the hamster wheel. And yeah. I'm out. I'm I'm just taking a break. I am, of course, I'm going to still, you know, be on the podcast here. And this is, <laughs> this will be your primary way to get my recommendations now. <laughs> yeah. um, but, and I'm still going to go to Podcast Brunch Club and everything. But, you know, I just needed, it was kind of like, felt like it's a summertime. This is probably, yeah as good of a time as any to just take a step back yeah you've worked hard and it's hard it is a hamster wheel i'm on the hamster wheel all the time you know and it's i always think about that too like i like that you're going back to basics you know going back to if you go back right Mm -hmm. if you're saying if you reinstate or start writing again for audible feeds it's going to be 
you going back to base sets. It's not about competing with every other thing that's out there and seeing that other people are doing this and other people are doing that. Oh, so I should be doing this and I should be doing that. But I feel like we do that sometimes and we're not really questioning why. Yes. Why should we do it? Or other than just because other people are, that doesn't seem like a good enough reason. And I am guilty of this, you know, to the nth degree. You know, I've even this podcast is something that I'm doing that wasn't part of the core thing of what Podcast Brunch Club was. Yeah. You know, it was it the basics of Podcast Brunch Club were the the in-person meetings and then the playlists and and the, you know, I don't know, just the community of it, right? And mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of it. If this podcast goes away, Podcast Brunch Club doesn't go away. Uh, but it is. It's a hamster wheel and the the need to create and constantly create is a burden and it yeah. it kills the joy sometimes you know like i i say that a lot sometimes that i don't know why i always have to take my passions and make them into something that <laughs> is work <laughs> is work yeah. yeah and and i can't just enjoy the things that i enjoy you know yeah. just on my own or however i was enjoying them in the beginning yeah so. i mean i have a creative like a lot of creative bones in my body. Like I can't, and I don't think I'm an engineer by education. So I think I would have never thought that this was, you know, something that was important to me, um, like going through the first part of my adult life. But I always want to create stuff. I always want to like be making things or doing art or whatever. And so yes. it's now looking back, like it's totally natural. I totally know why I did, why I why I came up with the idea for Audible Feast, and I know like I'm also really passionate about t- uh, helping other people find something, like teaching or like I would be love to be a librarian. That would be like amazing, mm. um, you know. So I I don't know. The, so the passion is still there. I just like you said, I have to figure out how can I still share this, but it in yeah. a way that it doesn't feel too overwhelming for me that it makes it this suck the joy out of it and um i got a lot of really nice notes back from people when i sent out my newsletter saying that i was going to put it on hold for now um just like so sweet genuine things from people and someone wrote me from south africa like i mean it's just like so you know just those super nice notes like hey you probably didn't know I was reading, but I have been, and you helped me introduce me to XYZ podcast. Like, Aww. oh, that's why I do this. Like, that is yeah. that is exactly what my my purpose is in yeah. having Audible Feast. So, um, anyway, that's I awesome. I think it's not dead. It's not dead. I just I need, need a, a mental break. break. I need to clarify in my own head. Yeah. Um, so I do want to say some of the things that I have. I have some goals while I'm on on hiatus. And one of them is to uh, listen to more music, of course, um, because when you're listening to podcasts, you don't listen to music. You can't do both at the same time. And I want to read more. I feel like I was reading some, but I and we talked about this, too. And I actually when I interviewed Helen Zaltzman a couple months ago, she and I talked about this quite a bit that, you know, this that's one of the things that kind of goes by the wayside. And I'm not into yeah. audiobooks. Um, but there's still podcast connections to my reading. So right yeah. now I'm reading this book. It's called Heavy and it's a memoir by and it's by Kiese Lehman. And I actually heard about the book. Well, I heard about it two ways. I didn't realize that I had heard about it before. Um, I first heard about it on Al Letson's um, 
Airthang yeah. podcast okay. he, that he did that was on Radiotopia yeah. Showcase last year. Uh, I think that was last year. And he did like a, one of the episodes was like a kind of like a reenactment with some some younger men that he knew. He did like a reenactment of pieces from the memoir. Um, mm-hmm. I can't even believe that I had already like heard part of it in his podcast when I started reading. I was like, I totally remember this. Uh, but then I also heard about it on Death, Sex and Money. So right now, Anna Sale is on um leave. maternity leave maternity, so yeah. she has guest hosts come and uh kind of mm-hmm. interview each other which is one of my favorite things that they've done on death sex and money i really enjoy that um so there was one maybe six weeks ago and it was two it was ksa layman and damon young who's another memoir writer and they just talked to each other about you know growing up uh, young black men, et cetera. And it was really interesting. So that was the, pro- yeah, that I propelled think me I to get episode. the library. Yeah. Like I yeah. propel me to get that book at the library. So now I'm reading through it. It's like, it's dark and, uh, I love memoirs. Mm. So nice. highly recommend. So there's my, that's my, that's super going off on a tangent, <laughs> recommending books on our <laughs> podcast, brunch club podcast. Um, but I also, one of my other goals that I said I was going to do was I was going to listen to Joe Rogan for the first time. <laughs> so wow, someone wrote, okay. someone, <laughs> I know. Like, and? Okay. So I don't like, I, I laugh because like, I don't think, I, I didn't think that I was really in the Joe Rogan uh, demographic. Like to me, okay. when I think Joe Rogan, I think like number one man. Like yeah. I'm not a man, so <laughs> and then yeah. I think like libertarian is the second thing I think. And huh. um like kind of like a bro show, you know? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that I was like, I don't I don't think I don't think this is a show for me. And plus, another refer back to what I just said, it's always at the top of the charts, right? So yeah. I was like, eh, it's not for me. <laughs> so <laughs> so one of my uh one of my newsletter readers wrote back and said, oh, no, you got to listen to Joe, Joe Rogan. So and my brother is a big Joe Rogan fan. So I did it this week. I I picked an episode that I thought at least I like the person or I'm interested in the person that he's interviewing. And I picked the one where he interviewed the comedian Anthony Jeselnik, who's like super irreverent, super dark humor. Mm. Um, and so it was two hours long. That's another reason yeah. why I have a hard time the way I thought it would be hard but I actually really liked it so um, yes I did and I I don't know like two hours is a long time for me to listen to something it is a long time (sighs) but I can't do it because and half the time they're just talking about (laughs) nothing well you know I think I've started listening and then 15 minutes in I was like oh my god get to the point (laughs) done yeah it's kind of the same like with mark maron like you have to skip like the first 15 minutes because there's Mm -hmm. just nothing going on um but i don't know though i i really liked it and i was like pleasantly surprised that i was i mean i'm sure my brother is going to be like um i don't know laughing or something yeah making fun of me that i put it off for so long and he's all about the Joe Rogan. But you know what? He's he is a great interviewer and he he does he did talk in the episode I listened to. He talked about being a gun owner and why he has guns, but he also talked about like they talked about drugs and like what they thought about drugs and 
I don't know. It was just like really honest. And I think that that's great in an interviewer mm. is being super, super honest. I think it was a little bit too much kind of about him. Like he could have made it a little mm. bit more about his guest, but um, mm-hmm. but it was a very natural conversation and it was really pleasant to listen to. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might be a convert. I might be a Joe yeah. Rogan convert. I mean, just so you guys know, I'm looking right now at the... <laughs> At the list, and I am really just not uh, informed about pop culture or like famous people at all. And so half of these names I don't even know. But <laughs> I scrolled back to episode number one thousand two hundred and fifty-five. Okay, from February twenty-seventh, and it is Alex Jones returns exclamation oh. point, and it is four hours and forty-eight oh. minutes. You know. No, no, just no. definitely no, mm-hmm. definitely no. no. So, yeah, mm. I mean, that's where I, I just if it's over an hour, I think I've just already given it, you know, like deducted at least two or three points. <laughs> yeah, if it's over an hour and by a man, I mean, not, you know, whatever, I'm just a little bit even less inclined. <laughs> and then so I don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna follow in your footsteps and I'm going to try one. Just try one. I don't know. Yeah. My brother said, he also said, he said his favorite one that he ever listened to was the one with Leah Remini about, um, and they talked about See, Scientology. The They talked about Scientology. Yeah. I, I mean, there's one here like, okay, Dr. Phil. Okay. David Lee Roth. I can I can do those people maybe because I yeah. know who they are. But half these people, I don't know who they are. Pac McNamara. I don't know who that is. Peter Hotez. <laughs> I'm just really bad. I'm bad at like pop culture. So that's another reason that I'm just like, who are you? And why are we listening to you talk? Why do I care what you have to say? (laughs) (laughs) But that's just my own ignorance. So I should, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you should pick the shortest one you can find. And then then, then we'll see. But hey, if you guys are Joe Rogan fans, like at least let me just tell you, at least I tried and I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. So lest you okay. think we only listen to super left leaning things, that's wrong. I'm I'm opening my mind. But no Alex Jones, sorry. <laughs> no. Four hours and forty minutes. <laughs> no, Jeez. No. no, no way. No. No. Yeah. All right. Uh well. We appreciate that you joined us this month and we will definitely be coming to your feed soon with some more interviews like Adela mentioned earlier. Um, And you can get in touch with us anytime through the Podcast Brunch Club or Audible Feast websites is still active. So you can still get in touch with me there. Uh, Have a great month and happy listening. The music you heard today is downloaded from Free Music Archive, and this episode featured music from Chad Crouch with their song, Rainbow. The ad music at the top of the show is from Ms. Algana with their song, Paradise. Podcast Brunch Club is organized by the one, the only, Adela. Sarah De Silva is our other podcast host, the leader of the Houston chapter of PBC, and founder of Audible Feast. Lastly, audio editing is done by me, Steve Zampanti. You can connect with me on my website, conceptualpodcasting.com. Thanks, and happy listening.